Welcome to Time Out with Tackle What's Next. We're here to chat with athletes and executives about how sport has made a difference and changed the trajectory of their lives. And we're also chatting about the lessons they've learned in life after the game. I'm your host, Danielle Berman. I am the founder and CEO of Tackle What's Next. And we help athletes create impact outside of the game and find their purpose in life after sports. And we're going to be chatting with athletes live on Instagram every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And now we're on podcasts. So if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, welcome. We're so excited to share them with you this way as well. You can take a break with us every Wednesday. Like I said, take a time out with Tackle What's Next and get some really great advice while you do. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. On today's episode of Time Out with Tackle What's Next, we are talking to Amobi Okugo, who is the founder of A Frugal Athlete. A Frugal Athlete is doing amazing work educating and raising awareness for the importance of athletes to be financially educated, to be frugal, and to be empowered to do great things with their finances and to create awesome ways to bring in income besides just playing sports. Amobi also is currently a midfielder and defender for Austin FC. He's got a podcast. He's got an Instagram live show. He does webinars, workshops. He is just all over the place. He's super involved and he uh, is probably uh, on your newsfeed somewhere on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And if you know him, you uh, know he has been doing a ton in the athlete and financial space for a long time. He's been doing some big things outside of the game. He has not transitioned fully out of the game yet, and we talk about that a little bit. So, Amobi, thanks so much for being here and for being our first ever guest on Time Out with Tackle What's Next. And without further ado, here's our chat with Amobi. So, Amobi, thanks for being here. Thanks for being our first guest on the new live series. No, thank you so much for having me, and I'm so glad you guys are creating more content. You guys always have great stuff, so happy to be a part of it, and uh, always a pleasure to connect with you. Awesome. Yeah, likewise. I know last time we connected was, feels like seven years ago, but it was only a few months back in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. How have things been? I know, like, the world has kind of totally changed in the last few months, so what have you been up to? Yeah, it's been it's been quite an adjustment. So our season started and then stopped. So I was able to go back home, you know, hang out with family and friends, uh, mostly family, um, and just kind of have a reset, you know, um, because we weren't really playing soccer at the time. It was more just staying fit and then using the free time to really focus on some of the other endeavors that I'm doing. So it was a blessing. Um, obviously, we wanted we want to acknowledge the people that have been affected and the people that have sacrificed, you know, their time and everything. But for me personally, to be able to be close with my family, you know, I didn't have to miss graduations, didn't have to miss birthdays and have the extra time to work on a football athlete along with other stuff. Um, It was really fun. I don't want to say fun. It was really cool. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's been a nice pause, I think for everybody in a certain respect. So it's bittersweet, right? So yeah. Um, that's good you're able to spend more time at home I know for some people that's good and for some people that's like oh my god be with my family all the time (laughs) that's true you need that break yeah exactly so did you now obviously you're playing and you had the season pause were you able to dive into some more frugal athlete initiatives or any other kind of work yeah so this yeah it's been a it's been a it's been a a great period for that because I had so much more time to actually like do things in the sense of like all right, now I don't have to worry about deadlines in terms of writing blogs. I was more consistent, brought the podcast 
um, I didn't want to say bring it back, but I made it more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, just I was just more engaging, more in time for networking, and uh, even though um, it's not in person, but you know, being able to use Zoom and other platforms, Instagram Live, to create and uh, kind of try out different things from a content perspective, um, it was really cool. Yeah, that's definitely what I've seen a lot of your podcast coming out like on a weekly basis now, and it seems like you have finally. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff. So like you said, it's like, you know, nice to have that break. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we wanted to talk about in this series, which, you know, I don't know how much you usually talk about this when you do when you talk about some of your endeavors, but we want to go like way back when you first started playing sports as a kid, like, what, why did you start playing sports? What sport did you start playing? And kind of walk us through like how you started in sports at a mm-hmm. young age. Yeah, so I'm first generation Nigerian American. So um, soccer is like the sport you have to play. So growing up, I'm the firstborn. You know, I remember my dad used to take me to the park and we would just, I would just be on the field until I cried and we wanted to go home. But it wasn't until I started like for my school team, um, played in kindergarten. And then it was mainly soccer and basketball growing up. Um, basketball, soccer, my parents wanted me and my siblings to play in the sport, not only to develop friendships, but, you know, to be active and, um, you know, just not not get into trouble. So, you know, pl- played sports and then just kept progressing, kept progressing. And fortunately, you know, a couple of, you know, scouts and like co- coaches at a higher level started, you know, recognizing my talents. And then one thing led to another. Um, high school, I was invited to Florida as part of the residency program, the IMG Academy, um, basically boarding school for the top 40 youth national team kids. Um, so I was able to travel the world and compete with you know, top talent at a young age. Uh, from there, I went to UCLA and um, was supposed to go there for longer than I did. And I left after my freshman year and uh, the rest is kind of history. I've been pro ever since. Yeah. What impact did soccer specifically make on your life? Like, how did it shape who you are now as an adult? Oh, it's, uh, I mean, anything, anything that's been good in my life has probably come from soccer in some way, shape or form. Just the ability to see different cultures, one at a young age, like our, our family vacations were my soccer tournaments or my <laughs> brother's basketball tournaments. Like we would look forward to like, luckily we were on a good team. So we'd have to go to like San Diego, Dallas, like different areas. And, and me personally, cause I was on the youth national teams. I was able to like a country, Portugal, France, Argentina, Mexico, like the country's list goes on and on. And soccer gave me those, those opportunities. Uh, from a friendship standpoint, some of my best friends are from soccer uh, to this day that I keep in touch with. And then on a professional level, being able to use soccer to leverage, you know, the business opportunities that I want and, uh, you know, to be able to take care of my family the way I, the way I like um, and myself as well. It's just been, it's been an amazing blessing. Yeah, that's actually a great segue into what I wanted to talk about also is obviously it's really helped shape who you are today, but you've done so much outside of soccer now, you know, with a frugal athlete and with some of the other things you've been working on. So what what inspired you to, to start a frugal athlete for those that might not know what a frugal athlete is? Talk to us a little bit about how you started that and how sports played a role. No, thank you. And uh, that's how we got connected. But uh, a frugal athlete is essentially an online media platform that promotes prudent financial practices and smart career decisions amongst professional athletes and student athletes. I started it really because, I mean, I've always been interested in business and finance and stuff. But, you know, it wasn't until I saw the 30 for 30 broke documentary where it really like, all right, sparked me to do more research. 
um, because what I kept finding were athletes, and no disrespect, uh, LeBron James, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Serena Williams. Those athletes are anomalies. You know, I can't mm-hmm. really compare myself to them um, from a monetary compensation standpoint. And um, they're not going to have to worry about having to work. I mean, they will probably, you know, have business endeavors after they're done playing, but they're not going right. to have to worry about that. And so I did more research and I kept finding athletes that lost it all. You know, Antoine Walker, uh, Allen Iverson, other athletes that lost it all. And while those stories, those scare tactics work in a sense, um, I wanted to find athletes that had like solutions. So essentially mm-hmm. a frugal athlete was um, started as a platform to highlight different athletes that I kind of look to as role models for, you know, um, being smart athletes in the sense of leveraging their capital and leveraging their resources. You know, as professional athletes, even student athletes, you're at a, you're in a unique position to take advantage. And there's a lot of good athletes that are taking advantage. We just don't hear about them. We hear about them like one off. So it's great to, you know, be connected with, you know, platforms like yours, um, other people that have been involved in, in, in this, this space that we're, we're talking about and really highlight the athletes that we can actually learn from, apply their solutions to our own financial playbooks. Yeah, no, I think that's, you hit the nail on the head in terms of like those superstars you mentioned, like most athletes are never going to reach that level of, of fame and wealth, but there's still a lot of opportunities out there, right? So let's focus on those guys and girls that have taken advantage of all these awesome opportunities with their platforms that they have. Sure, they might not be billionaires or have you know five <laughs> million followers on Instagram or something ridiculous, but they have platforms. You guys have, you know, you've built a company on your own through your network and through you know sports. So for those athletes that might be listening or might watch this later, you know, what's, what's, what have you done that's helped you translate your sports and the lessons you've learned through playing sport and your platform into this awesome company, this awesome brand that you're building? What, what have you learned and applied? For me, it's um, asking questions, you know, like being curious. I feel like athletes are genuinely curious. Like they want to learn, they want to get better. If you apply those same lessons to whatever it may be, um, you're going to succeed more often than not. You know, um, what I found that, you know, executives, sports business, regular corporate, they love athletes in the sense of that they know how to take direction and they know how to apply it and set goals. You know, they don't have to babysit you. They don't have to worry about whether you're going to get the job done. So from that standpoint, being able to, you know, be in these rooms, you know, go to these panels, go to these conferences and actually learn like, um, you, if you're curious and you ask questions, you're more interested than interesting, people are going to be willing to help. Um, another thing that I've learned is that just you may feel like out of place because you don't have like the credentials, but mm-hmm. you are more of a value add than you, you, you know, you know, especially, you know, sports VC, sports tech, sports analytics. They need to know what it's like to be an athlete because very few p- people have made it to the professional level. So take advantage of that. If you, it might seem like, you know, you're bragging or you're not being humble, you know, talking about the fact that you've made it to the professional ranks, but very few have done it. So use that as a value add and use the soft skills. Um, sorry, use the hard skills that you've learned from sports and apply it to um, the soft skills that you can use in other situations. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And I think that whole aspect of like, you can get into so many rooms that other people just wouldn't be able to get into just based on the fact that you have these connections through your team and through your, you know, the ownership and the and the league as, as a whole. And so start to think about, yeah, you might not be, you know, a superstar, but you have this influence of the fact that, like you said, people want to work with athletes. They have the constructive criticism. They can goal set. They're team oriented, like all these amazing things that if you just put yourself out there and say, hey, I'm really interested, you know, people are going to take you under their wing and be really excited to, to help you along your way, along the way. So exactly. I think the great pieces of advice. Um, as we wrap up here, I wanted to kind of see what's coming up for you. Like we're halfway through the year somehow already. <laughs> What's yeah, the rest it's crazy. Of um, <laughs> a lot, you know, it's more content. Uh, definitely want to build out more content from a football athlete perspective. Um, the best thing I did this year was delegate, you know, build a team. Um, you know, as athletes, we feel like we can do it all on our own, but that's not the case. You know, the best, the best winners have the best team. So um, that's, that's been a major key in terms of growing um, not only a football athlete, but other ventures that I'm, I've been working on. Um, but yeah, so we have more content. We have some courses in, in the works. We have, um, yeah, we have a couple, we have a couple of things that I'm excited to share. So, uh, yeah, a couple of things. So we're just going to keep pushing, see what sticks, see, uh, see what doesn't, and then keep it, keep iterating from there. Awesome. And where can people find you if they aren't connected with you guys already? Um, so my personal, um, Adam Obi says, amobiukugo.com, but um, more importantly, a frugal athlete. We're everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, um, at a frugal athlete, um, www.afrugalathlete.com. Um, yeah, so we do workshops, speaking engagements, small-time consulting, uh, financial coaching consulting. We don't have, we're not going to tell you what to invest in. We don't want to get sued. Um, and then uh, content on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, those are the main platforms, but Twitter as well. Awesome. No, this was awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Amovi. This was a really great quick hitting. Kind oh, of okay. That's quick, huh? You just you know, yeah, agree with me already. Okay. I think this was really great. And um, obviously, if you guys haven't already, please be sure to follow Amovi, follow Frugal Athlete. And I know their podcast is in my regular rotation. So make sure you subscribe to that. And I'm excited to see what you guys have coming up with all these workshops. And you're really staying busy. I love it. I'm trying to keep up with you guys. Trying to keep up with you guys. <laughs> oh, no. We're in the same boat. It's, it's a busy year of uh, lots of courses and curriculum coming out because we don't really know what else is, is going to happen. <laughs> That's so keep everybody educated, right? And preparing yeah. for, for what's next, pun intended. So yeah, thank you for being here, Moby. Thanks for being our first ever guest on this. No, no thank you for having me. And definitely <laughs> know, uh, let me know when you repurpose this. I'm definitely going to uh, share it yeah. and everything. We'll, we'll send it around. So and thanks everybody for joining. We'll be back here next week with another awesome guest. And again, please make sure you follow Moby and a frugal athlete. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Moby. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Time Out with Tackle What's Next. I hope you enjoyed the show and that you learned a lot from our awesome guest. Don't forget, you can subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It really helps us reach even more incredible listeners. And make sure you share this episode with a friend who you think would love this conversation and learn a lot. Thank you to Danielle Parr and Ethan Kenny from Team Tackle What's Next for their help editing and creating this series. And we'll see you next time for another Time Out with Tackle What's Next.